Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Coffee Combos. Lindsay, I'm still here. And still pregnant. And still fucking pregnant. Um, I just, (laughs) I thought last night was the night. I think every night is the night. At night, I feel a lot of pressure, like especially in my cat area. And I'm just like, okay, so this is it. And then it's not it. Okay, wait. So a lot of people have told me that before um, that have been pregnant about the pressure like in their cat area. And I wonder why like I didn't feel that. I think your first time you don't because I didn't feel it with with Isaac. Yeah, because my cat was fine. (laughs) She was Um, just fine. (laughs) I I also just want to address really quickly to our listeners. I know you may hear an annoying sound like a buzzing. It is my landscapers. I also was very annoyed uh, when I woke up to them. I didn't know they were coming today. So if you guys hear them, I do apologize in advance. But Lindsay and I wanted to podcast together today, and so we kind of just have to, we're going to have to just listen to the weed whackers. Yeah. So (laughs) whenever you sent me that video of the weed whackers this morning, and I was like, what is that? And you said fucking weed whackers. Like, I literally busted out laughing. I sent Lindsay a a video because I wasn't sure if she she was going to be able to hear it when we recorded. And then I also sent her pictures of the weed whackers in from my camera from like the outside surface bless them <laughs> so they don't know but i'll post it in um i'll post it on our on our fan page and then um maybe they'll go tag themselves or something i don't know wait a minute so um briefly since you're talking about a fan page or like a listener page whatever you call it uh-huh why is it that I don't know how to use Facebook? Like I get on there and see notifications and it makes me feel very overwhelmed. I don't know how to follow the threads. I don't know how to get to stuff. Does anybody else feel like that? Because I hate Facebook. I literally it's the don't. Worst. I try to get on because I want to interact with like, especially with our listeners on the page. But I, I really hate Facebook. Like I, it's my least used social media, which is crazy because it's the most, um, used social media platform even over Instagram which is insane to me and honestly the other day I was trying to get because my um personal Facebook page isn't actually linked to like my verified Facebook page Uh and so it's set up through separate accounts and I was trying to figure out how to just get off of my personal page to log in to the other page and it took me like 10 minutes to even know to press like the F Facebook button to be able to get down to log out so I'm just like this is to me I just don't feel like it's user friendly I they've definitely changed it a bunch over over the years and I definitely used to use it a lot more but like even With like Sensi, my Sensi team, I've tried to be consistent with like a Facebook page or like a Facebook group. And I have to admit that I just can't like I don't remember Facebook the way I remember other apps, unfortunately. So I'm just like, here, just text me because I can't with with Facebook. I just can't. Okay, so now that we can't with Facebook and we have established that, can we move along now and talk about why you're still pregnant? Yeah, let's talk about it. Well, for one, let me just tell you a a brief story about yesterday. I thought that I made it clear that I wasn't having a hospital delivery to the doctors, but I think they truly didn't believe me. The only one that believed me was 
the one that's quote unquote high risk, which whatever, call me high risk or, or don't. Um, I don't think I'm high risk. I'm over whatever. Um, so I get a call yesterday and it's the doctor's office and they're like, hey, we actually fit you into a room tonight to be induced. What? And I was like. Oh, what does that mean? Because <laughs> I've never been induced. I don't know what that means. Like, I thought I, like, I just didn't, I just don't want to be induced. And she's like, so you're going to, you're going to eat a meal and you're going to take a shower and then you're going to go to the hospital at 7 p.m. Mind you, why the fuck would I be induced at 7 p.m. and be up all night fucking laboring and pushing and then have to be up with a newborn the next day? Like, tell me what the fuck kind of sense that makes. Well, that's not ideal. It's not. Like, I don't understand. So then... She's like, um, if you're over three centimeters dilated, they'll keep you in the hospital and start Pitocin. If you are not three centimeters dilated, they will put this cream on your cervix to open it up. They'll send you home and then you'll come back in the morning to start Pitocin. No, none of that sounds ideal to me at all, especially when this hospital is 45 minutes from my house. And no. the fact that your last labor from the time that your water broke until the time that Lux was born was 45 minutes. So it's no, like 90 minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes, whatever. It's still yeah. like, no, no. So I, <laughs> I got all the stuff on my birth supply list for my home birth. And I, um, you know, you- some of the, some of the stuff on here, I was like, Hmm, what do we need raw honey for? Um, but <laughs> the olive oil is for like the, so I don't rip. Wait, so you put it on your, your hoo-ha? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You got to get, like, cooking supplies, girl. <laughs> I just want this baby to come This out. is weird. <laughs> You're putting olive oil down there? They do that in the hospitals, too, now. They're going to grease you up. Well, I don't know that if it's olive fly oil. Out. That thing's going <laughs> to fly out like a watermelon. So on top of all of this, let me tell you how my downstairs AC is out and I found a leak in my kitchen. Kale, everything's wrong with your house all the time. Like, I swear. Well, so the guy came yesterday and he's like, well, your system's completely frozen. We have to thaw it out. We're going to turn it off. So then it got even more hot in the house. And it was just like, and like, I have friends that are like, oh, you can come to our house, like just hang out or whatever. And it's like, thank you so much for the offer. But like. If I go into labor, I want to be at home. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I want to be comfortable in my own space. Like, if that means I'm sweating bullets until then, like, I'm going to do it. I just don't want to be somewhere else and then go into labor or, like, not want to come home because it's hot. So, anyway, long story short, he's coming between 12 and 4 to do a diagnosis. And then he said because of corona and COVID, the parts that we need may not <laughs> may not come right away so um so you're you know? supposed to go with like out ac i would think that would be emergency he said that he's going to put like refrigerant in the system to keep me cool until the parts come in so i guess if that means they have to come back they will um but it's just like literally anything that could go wrong didn't this happen to your wrong. heat this happened <laughs> yes. to your heat in the winter time right yes i And you know what? He made a really good point. And I don't know why I didn't think about this. The AC unit needs regular maintenance, just like we do when we go get physicals or our car gets maintenance. Like, I'm just going to schedule them to come look at it quarterly so that they can just make sure everything is up to date, you know. Because to tell you a story about maintenance? Yeah, I do. So, no, this is like really like very scary. 
So I was just minding my own business one day, doing my normal thing, go out to my garage to leave, click the little button, and literally that fucking thing flew off. Like it flew off, almost smashed on my car, completely derailed, hanging sideways. I'm screaming. Nobody else is home but me. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So I had to call an emergency person because I thought it was going to fall on my car. And then I Mm -hmm. couldn't get my car out because it's like hanging, you know, sideways. And the guy told me the exact same thing. He was like, you need to have somebody come out here, even if your husband does it to like wheel um, oil the wheels and stuff like that, um, because this kind of stuff needs maintenance. So I didn't even know that. I just, yeah, I guess we don't, some things you just don't think about until you need to fix it or whatever. You use it till it breaks, right? Well, I'm really good about taking care of my my car and stuff. Like I always get regular maintenance, my um, tire rotations, my oil chains, like oil change. I'm really good about that stuff. So I don't know why I didn't, it just didn't cross my mind to have my AC units surfeit, surfaced, serviced, you know, especially during a heat wave or whatever. Well, I really hope that they get it at least cooling down so that if you have the baby sometime today or over the weekend that you have AC on your main floor because that's a pain in the ass. I have been there. Yeah, it's a huge pain in my ass. So I think that you're going to have the baby on Friday or Saturday. Okay. Let me check the dates because I'm okay with, I think I'm okay with Saturday. I don't think I'm okay with, I don't think I'm okay with Friday. Well, you don't really get a choice, Kale. It's just coming out, you know? Well, So I was thinking about that too. It's like, okay, for three, the three kids that I have now, two of them came in the middle of the night and one of them came at the ass crack of dawn. So, I mean- Hard to say if he's going to come in the day or in the night. Very hard to say. What's the date? What's the date on? Friday is the 24th and Saturday is the 25th, which I would definitely be okay with the 25th. But wouldn't you be okay with the 24th too since it's in twos? Yes and no. I just feel like 20. Yeah, I would be fine with it, but... So really, that's like your money spot, like Friday or Saturday. Well, really, it was yesterday, the 20th, because... Okay, well, that's past. We can't But the 20th is a multiple of two and a multiple of five, which I needed for Lux. (gasps) You are nuts. Like, you're literally nuts. Can we talk about how some people sent us messages about how they are the type of people that specifically try to conceive at certain times of the year so that they can have like either winter or summer babies or spring babies or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that definitely makes sense. When I had, after I had two winter babies, I was like, when I have another baby, I want a summer baby because it's just like, I wanted to experience a summer baby. I've also, I know a teacher who she didn't want to take maternity leave during the school year. So she wanted to get pregnant in order to have her baby over the summer so that she didn't have to take maternity leave during the school year. And see, for stuff like that, I completely understand. But otherwise, I'm just like, it's going to happen when it's going to happen. I'm not going to, like, be focused on the months, you know? 
Right. I mean, a lot of times people, it's hard for them. So it's, they'll just take whatever they can get. And I completely understand that too. Um, I can hear your weed whackers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't hear your birds today. I wonder if they flew away. Um, For sure they did. Probably because of the weed whackers. Oh, okay. Because they got scared. Do you think that's why? Yeah, I definitely think that's why. I did find um an egg outside, like another one. I, in the beginning of the summer, like around springtime, I found a robin's egg. And I don't I don't know if it hatched or if it, you know, got eaten by another bird but um or animal. But I found a tan egg and I don't know what the tan egg like what kind of bird that belongs to. We need to do some research. Um, and other people, it was so funny reading the messages and all of the comments about the ferns because I got so many messages of people trying to help me about the ferns and about my fiddle fig. So I was so impressed with our listenership knowing about plants and people also thinking that you're crazy that ferns only grow in the wild because some oh. people from New Jersey sent me messages saying that no, they have ferns that hang and it's not oh, just Oh, my friends. Thing. My friends texted me and told me that they have ferns that hang. My friend Amy I woke up to a text and she sent me probably 10 pictures of her and all her family members' ferns hanging and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, I guess she was I very get- committed to like letting she- you know. Oh, and she circled them. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get some ferns. I think you should. I think you would really like ferns. But I was very impressed, like with our listenership and how many of them seem to have green thumbs because I'm just like, yeah, well, I don't so- know what I'm doing. I was doing some research after we podcasted and I actually met the same friend, Amy. She was helping me, <laughs> helping to send me um, types of plants that you can keep that are actually super, super easy to care for. And actually, the more you leave them alone, the more they thrive. Um, she actually brought me one. It's called a mother's, I think it's called a mother-in-law's tongue or something like that. And wow. you just minimal care, like minimal, minimal care. So I think that the next thing that I need to ask everyone is what are plant house plants that I can get that like being neglected? Because that's, that's probably my money spot. Same here. Like, and, and you know what? It's funny about my personality. Um, I think that I like things that like to be neglected. I don't know if it's called neglected if they like to be neglected. I think it's only neglected when you're supposed to take care of it. You know, like sometimes, yeah, I mean, I get that. But I'm saying I think that that's what I attract. Like things that. Oh, yeah. Same. Don't, you know what I mean? That don't want me. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, Kale. Okay. Um. In other news, can we talk about um, me getting a car accident over the weekend? Yeah, we need to talk about that. We definitely need to discuss that. Well, why are you laughing? I'm Uh, not laughing. I'm not. I'm glad that you're okay. I'm not laughing. I just, we need to discuss. You bitch. (laughs) So... Saturday morning rolls around and Jackson had a little birthday party. I want to preface this with the birthday party that he went to. Everybody is practicing safe measures. There was, he was the only friend and then it was his friend and then his three cousins. So that was the extent of the party. Um, But we're on our way 
I go to McDonald's to get a Coke. I'm drinking my Coke, driving down the road. Everything's good, great. And I get to start going towards the freeway. And right before I go to get on it, there's a car. We've all got green lights. And there's a car that like dead stops in front of me. So I go to get over to the other lane because the car literally just stopped. It was going like 35 miles an hour and then it just stops. So I go to get another lane. I shit you not, there was a car in my blind spot and I hit it. And it was like the speed of smell when I hit it. So it basically was just like, dink. And my car didn't really rock or anything. Um, Jackson was in the car and he was like, mom, I think we hit a car. And I'm like, yeah, son, like I, I have established that we're trying to get pulled over. So <laughs> we pull over in the Costco parking lot and the police come and everything. And luckily the person that I hit, he was like, oh, I've been in several accidents, like my fault, whatever. So then it started making me think, did I hit him or did he hit me? And he just has me convinced that I hit him because you know, like when you get in an accident, your mind kind of like blacks out for a second. Have you yeah. ever had that happen? Yeah. Okay. So you say, yeah. So my mind like kind of blacked out. So even if he told me that I hit him, I would have believed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Like even if he hit like, me. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, I, I'm so sorry. Like I hit you. But I was like super apologetic. I was like, I am so sorry that like. I hate you. This was not my intentions. Like I was literally drinking a Coke, driving down the road, minding my business. Like I had on my Apple watch. I didn't even have my phone. Like what the hell is going on? So, um, basically the officer came and he was like, writes the report and he faulted no one. So I was very, that's good. But does that happen in accidents? I was so confused. I think yes. Under certain circumstances, like it couldn't truly have been avoided by anyone. Right. Yeah. So I think that probably was the situation because it was either hit the car that dead stopped, which now after talking to my insurance company, I probably should have just rear ended them. Um, but like when you're trying to think fast, you know, it's like you're trying to avoid something. I think that's where my mind was. But they said if I would have probably rear ended them, if they could have proven that that car stopped for no reason because they were there was literally like nothing stopping them it wasn't like traffic or anything like that they just dead stopped um then they would have been at fault and then I wouldn't have been at fault but I'm just I still I guess I wasn't at fault but I still hit technically hit the other car so um yeah but we're fine and everything and then while we're on this topic I posted a picture of Jackson earlier that morning in his car seat like on my story on Instagram Mm -hmm. and I got so many messages of people being like, he's too big to be sitting in a booster seat. You know what? I saw that. I did see that on your stuff. And I was equally shocked by that, but also not because I've actually have pe- have people in my regular day-to-day life who give me shit about having Lincoln in a car seat. Not a car seat. He's in a booster seat. Um, and it's honestly so upsetting to think – and. Let me just preface this with there was a scene on Teen Mom where Isaac wasn't wearing his seatbelt. One, I had no idea. And two, we were actually in my neighborhood, like driving like 
five miles an hour. So they had to, we had to like recreate a scene of driving up to the house. Um, anyway, that's besides the point. But no, Lincoln is still in a booster seat and people give me shit about that. And I'm it's really upsetting because I see on people's Instagram stories and on their profiles and stuff, they'll have three and four year olds sitting in a regular call, like in a, with a regular seatbelt. And I'm like, you guys don't understand the impact of, yeah, you might be a safe driver, but what about everybody else? Well, and that's my thing. I mean, there could be people like me out on the road, you know? And so for that reason, your child should probably be in a safety seat because I might hit you, you know? So it's like... <laughs> Lindsay, shut up. <laughs> shut up. But for that reason, I'm just like, you don't know what's going to happen. And I think that it's better to be safe than sorry. And I... I mean, it's also the law. Like I know in some states it's different than other states, but I know in the state of Georgia, I think it's um, 12 or four or nine, whichever you reach first. So some people messaged me and said that it was eight in their state and then 12 for the front seat that they could sit in the front seat. Um, but then there's a weight limit too. And Jackson meets none of those requirements. So I'm just like, that's why he's in a booster seat. And then well, is it just the parents don't want to be hassled with putting a child in the car seat or like but it's what? not any more trouble. Like the car seat is already in the car and it's already all attached. And when you have a booster, you just put, put the seatbelt seat belt on. on. So it's no different than sitting in the seat other than the fact of having the booster. I don't know. I saw it on someone's story not that long ago. And I was just like, your son is four or five years old. And if you get into an accident, like, I just, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm there about to used to be, there used to be people that would drive me crazy in the preschool parking lot that would let their kids hang out of like their sunroof. And even though they were only driving like maybe three miles an hour through the parking lot or five miles an hour, however fast they were going, it's like, Anything could happen. And what if you're, what if you like hit a tree branch or something and like decapitated your kid or like something tragic happened that somebody like T-boned you and your kid was hanging out of the roof. Like that is, that kind of stuff. Like I don't mess around with safety with stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I'm about to have two car seats and a booster seat in my truck and it doesn't bother me. Like that doesn't, it's like, okay, this is what we chose. This is what we knew we were signing up for is that they're in car seats and booster seats until they're over, you know, X amount of years old. And Isaac's, he doesn't have to be in a booster because he's tall enough now, but. So wait, um, how will that work? Will you do the two seats and like your bucket seats? And then yeah. The and then and Lincoln knows how to do his own, um. He's in the booster and I'll put him in the third row. He knows how to like buckle himself up and stuff and Isaac can help him. And then the bucket seats will have the baby's car seats. Oh my gosh. Kale, that is so much. That I literally stresses. thought about it the other day. I was like, wow, I'm about to have three in here. But you, your getting in the car routine stresses me out already. Oh, it's definitely going to take, I even think about going back to school, like, what that timeline is going to look like <laughs> with oh my God. four kids, like trying to get everybody out the door on time, just with the car seats alone, not even just getting dressed and getting ready for school, eating breakfast. It's like the car seat situation is such a stress. Well, I guess you'll have 
for the baby, you'll be able to strap him in and everything in before the house. we get. Yeah, exactly. So then that'll make that easier. But yeah, it's it's such a hassle. Um, speaking of school, though, people had sent me so many messages just asking what I was going to be doing for Jackson because Georgia is really just, you know, doing their best job to make the worst headlines um, <laughs> as a state in the media. And I'm just like, really not a proud Georgian right now, to be perfectly honest. Um, my county has decided that they're going to give options um, to parents. And we had until July 17th, which was this past Friday, to make the decision um, they're going to do an in-person option and then a digital learning option, or you can choose to withdraw your child and completely homeschool. Um, once you choose the option, you can't switch it for nine weeks. So even if protocol changes, um, if there was like a government mandate, like at the state or federal level that was, um, put on schools, you would have to be okay with that. And the only option within that first nine weeks would be to withdraw your kid to homeschool, but not to withdraw to digital learn. So um, to me, that was a very easy decision because as a parent um, with the looks of the government right now, you don't know what's going to happen from one day to the next. And so I just felt like I wouldn't be okay if the government mandated my child to wear a mask for seven hours in a day. And so um, for that reason, you know, it's a double-edged sword because I don't want him to go to school without a mask because I don't want him to be exposed. But then at the same time, I don't want him having to wear a face covering all day because I think that at the point that your child is in an environment that isn't easy to learn. And especially if you have a child that is like mine, that um, he is very distracted very easily, that that it's just not a great learning environment. So we did choose the digital learning option. Um, I have set him up with a tutor that he will tutor with twice weekly um, from his school. Oh, that's and good. He will have a digital learning teacher that will strictly only be a digital learning teacher. So she will not have a classroom. So I'm very happy about that. But just the whole um, wrapping my mind around knowing that he's going to be home until I don't know how long is right. stressful because, you know, Will and I are both working and um, it makes it very hard. Luckily, we've been doing this since March, like a lot of other people. And I think for me, a lot of the teachers in my county are predicting that they're going to close within three weeks of opening because all the surrounding counties around us are doing digital only. Ours, we, I just got an email saying that, um, well, I didn't get the email. Someone I'm friends with got the email um, saying that we are likely to do a hybrid situation, um, which just for me, I just feel like maybe a, I don't know. I, and I, I do empathize with the people who can't stay home with their kids. I really do. But I just don't. For me, it's hard to, to say let's open if we're just going to close in three weeks. Um, so 
I just feel like maybe for the first few months we should all be digitally learning and then try to open up late. But evidently our school district is hoping to do a hybrid situation or planning to do a hybrid situation. We still don't have answers actually. So, um, well, we actually start on August 3rd. So we start way sooner than you guys. So that's probably why, why we have answers, but there's also been another County that, um, is close to us, which is the largest county, I believe, in Georgia, they had originally set plans to open school um, and do mask requirement. So it would be a mask mandate. However, they have now come out and said they're not doing an opening at all. They are just going to digitally learn. So my county has been very firm that they're not changing their mind, that they are going and they are not going to do face coverings and they are not doing temperature checks. So um, for me, I think I'm sure a lot of parents that are listening know that people, when it's regular flu season, cold season, whatever, will give their kids Motrin or Tylenol and, and send, them. send mm-hmm. them. And so for that reason, alone adding COVID on top of that, I'm just like, I can't, I can't trust it and I don't feel safe. And so it's probably the harder thing for me to do to choose the digital option, but I felt really like I didn't have a choice. It's hard. It's definitely a hard choice to make. I think for anybody, I mean, even the ones who truly don't think that they can stay home to for digital learning, I think I'm in a weird situation like we talked about last week. It's hard, especially co-parenting, because Joe and Javi want to send the kids to school. And for me, I'm like, just let me homeschool them for the first, you know, three months or whatever the the first nine weeks is. Um, But if there's a hybrid option, I'm thinking that Joe and Javi are going to have to they're going to have to compromise because according to both of our custody agreements, we make 50 50 decisions on school. So um they want to send them. I want to keep them home. I believe 50, 50 option would be hybrid. So (laughs) they're not going to have a choice. You know what I mean? So, um, I did post a really crazy, um, TikTok on my, on my Facebook page about, um, an elementary school teacher who did every scenario possible with, uh, an elementary school aged kid with the face mask. So I'm going to post that on, our um coffee combos facebook page and you guys can comment and let me know your thoughts um just because i thought it was an interesting perspective from the teacher it was like one kid the 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 toilet dropper and she and the kid drops the uh the mask in the toilet and one's the nose picker and one wants oh my gosh i've seen this yes yeah it was so i mean she's i laughed accurate it was so accurate. I laughed so hard because when she got to the part where she was like oh i want to try on your mask it's cool I could totally see that happening with all the girls in first grade. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred point. I told you I took Isaac, uh, yeah, Isaac and Lincoln to the eye doctor and Lincoln wanted to put it on his forehead. Like I cannot tell you how accurate the video was. And I was like, I mean, that definitely is an interesting perspective. I would just be curious to know how a hybrid for our situation, like a hybrid situation. Does that, is that all kids go to the campus at the same time or are they different days So I heard with the hybrid, which is kind of what we wanted our county to do, Will and I were kind of on board with that, would be that there would be A, B days. So some students would be A days and some students would be B days, and it's based off of last name. 
Um, and that would be weird for you, Kale, because what if some of your kids go on A days and some go on B days? Because, well, I guess you would just have two, but. No, I would have to, I would have to email the school or something to yeah. have it arranged. <laughs> I think that goes for a lot of co-parents though. Like a lot of situations where kids have, um, you know, maybe someone has a second um, like has other children with with somebody else. I think that it's going to have to be a situation where like V and I get together and talk about, okay, you're taking VV to school on, you know, these three days. Let me try to get Isaac and Lincoln on those same days. Same days. So that, yeah, yeah. Because um, Javi, as, as up and down and as, as our, as our relationship has been, um, he's the most flexible and the most, he works with me the most, especially when it comes to Lincoln. Like, if it's going to make my schedule easier with Isaac, he 100% helps me out with that. So I don't think that that part will be an issue, but I just want to make sure that when Isaac is at Joe and V's house, they're able to have both of their kids on the same schedule as well as me and Lincoln. It's so hard because it just makes it so freaking chaotic. While we're on the topic of COVID, I just wanted to mention the article that I had found about Mississippi voting against not having a choice to get vaccines so there wouldn't be any exception when the time comes. So I think that's absolutely insane because even as a pro-vaxxer, I wouldn't be signing up for the COVID vaccination. And I, you know what, that's... I have I texted you that a lot of people I know who are pro-vaxxers are not going to get the COVID vaccine just because it hasn't been out long enough for testing and all kinds of other things. I I have to agree with that. I mean, I feel like it's being cautious in this situation as being is being right. I don't know. That's how I feel. But you guys know how I feel about vaccines in general. So I just think that being cautious, asking questions is the right thing to do. Just be informed. Whatever you do, if you choose to get it, if you don't choose to get it, just know why. Well, if you look at just science alone and how long it takes to create a vaccine and what kind of trials it has to run through and how long that takes and how they are fast tracking the vaccine, I'm not here to tell anybody what to do, but to me, there is a reason that for every other vaccine, it's taken so much longer to create and to be able to safely distribute and administer. Um, I couldn't imagine as a parent just being like, yeah, sign me up and give my kid that. We don't know what's gonna happen, but you know, whatever. To me, that's insane. I just, I think it's, and I've heard through the trials that, um, I don't know if it was like one person who is part of the test group or whatever, um, tested positive for COVID like through the trials. So I don't know if there's any truth to that or not. Cause you know, the media puts out stuff that might be true and might, might not be true, but I did see that as a headline. So I don't know. This like, it's weird. It's weird hell? fucking times. It's weird fucking times. Everything feels everything for me. I just feel like I don't know what to believe. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. And I feel like I the more I dig for answers, the more questions I have. I feel like 
we're approaching like a civil war. Like I really, truly feel like that. I feel like we're just at war with ourselves at this point. At this point, for sure. Um, In other news, can we talk about this morning and I woke up? I know I've talked about it on the podcast. Sometimes you wake up and everything like runs super smoothly. Sometimes you wake up. It's an actual shit show. My morning this morning started as an actual shit show. Um, Will and I both have dentist appointments today. He had his before work. I have mine. I think it's at one o'clock. Obviously with COVID, there's so many different protocols that you have to go through to even go to a, you know, dentist or medical doctor or whatever. But I have been having a problem with Jackson getting into stuff like he gets into everything and he touches on everything and it literally drives me nuts. I can't even print contracts or anything that's like important, like medical documents that I might need to take to dentist, like insurance cards, like whatever. Can't even print them because he goes into my office and moves my papers. So at this point, I know that I talked to you about it um, briefly yesterday that I was looking for like a one bedroom apartment for an office to be able to go and work during working hours so Mm -hmm. that I can have a quiet space. Um, And now I'm definitely like when we get done podcasting, I get finished going to the dentist and Jackson gets finished with his play date, which will basically probably be the end of the day. So I'll have to wait I was about tomorrow. to say, I was about to say, <laughs> Lindsay, that's, you're not going to be able to look for an apartment after all of those things. I know. I try to do too much stuff in one day. And then I'm like, I need to get my car to the shop and then I need to go and pick up a rental. And it's like, I have to pick up a rental because I have to make sure that I have it in enough time to be able to get Jackson to swim tomorrow. So it's like, as a mom, do you ever feel like the shit is never ending? Every single fucking day, every single day, every day of my life. I literally this morning was like, I went downstairs to like get everything in order. Um, and Lux was calling me from upstairs and like, I kept saying, hold on a second, hold on a second. And he kept yelling for me and like in my, what? I said it out, I said it out loud. I was like, when did I decide to have kids? Like I have said, hold on nicely <laughs> and calmly about 700 times already. Like, I just, it's 9am. Like relax. (laughs) Like, can you please calm down? I literally lost it on Jackson this morning. I said, Jackson, where are the papers that were on my printer? Oh, well, I was trying to help you. So I put them in here and then dad touched them and I don't know what he did to them. And I'm like, okay, that's too, too many people that have touched my papers. So that's it. I'm, I'm moving out. I'm getting a one bedroom apartment. You guys will not see me for like, eight hours of the day because I can't even print stuff on my own freaking printer without somebody touching it. It's like, what business does he have going in there and moving my papers? And then he tries to say, oh, I'm being helpful. No, you actually just made a complete disaster for me this morning, actually. So I put a timer on him because as I've talked about in the podcast before, he is the worst eater. Um, put a a 10 minute timer. And I was like, you have 10 minutes to finish that breakfast. And then you're going to get upstairs and you're going to read for an hour. Time out, time out, time out. He's the worst eater because he takes so long or because he doesn't, he won't eat it. He won't eat it unless I put a timer on. Like, see, Isaac will literally take an hour to eat a meal. What? Isaac, he's, he'll try anything I put in front of him almost, but he will. 
I thought you were putting the timer because he takes so long. And I'm, and I might even do it now just because you gave me the idea. I'm going to start doing, Isaac takes his time for every fucking thing in his life. And it's and you're like, like, speed up, speed up. We could be literally, I'm, I could give him an hour and a half to get up, shower, get dressed, do all the things that he needs to do. And for everyone in the, everyone in the house will be ready except for Isaac. And you're just like, why are you he just lo- doing like, I, that? That's why for him, I'm like, maybe you need to be homeschooled because it just is more his personality. Like, it's just his, but he also wants to socialize. But anyways, continue. I was just, I might use the timer for Isaac. No, I'm telling you the timer for whatever reason. Okay. It's a major trigger for Jackson, but it's because he knows that I'm going to go off of that. Right. So if that timer freaking goes off and he's not done, what's ever on his plate, he's done. So Sorry, if you wanted it, then you should have sped up. You should have acted like you were maybe in a little bit bigger of a rush than sitting there trying to carry on a conversation while food's flinging out of your mouth. Um, Yeah, maybe that's what we should have done. But (laughs) we learned the timer because he will slow walk anything and he sits there and it's like he just won't eat. Like he finds every excuse to do something else. Like he's carrying on conversation to avoid eating. Oh. And it's the oh. most aggravating. I don't know. Anybody who's listening, if you have a child, I was talking to one of my friends this weekend, actually on Saturday evening, we were talking about how good her kids ate. And she was like, yeah, but my kids literally eat me out of house and home. And I said, I wish I had a kid that would eat me out of house and home because he's just not a good eater and he's never been a good eater and it drives me nuts. Lincoln is a, not a good eater as far as like variety. But Lincoln is a powerhouse when it comes to food. So he had a, um, Isaac's teacher is my friend. Isaac's teacher from last year is my friend, Amy, that I talked about in the beginning of the podcast. She has a kindergartner the same, in the same grade, obviously, as Lincoln. They became little besties or whatever. And she had Lincoln over for a sleepover a while, um, a little while back. And she was like, she sent me a, like a video of, of her son and Lincoln. And she's like, Notice how I, I loaded Lincoln's plate because Lincoln will literally eat a full, a full meal. And 20 minutes later, he's like, when's dinner? I saw that thing that you posted about like when you have leftovers or something, then they don't ask, they don't ask for leftovers. But when I have leftovers or when I don't have leftovers, they're like, is there more? And I'm like, you guys are making me crazy. Insane. Because they'll ask me, like Link, one of Lincoln's favorite foods is Alfredo. And so, and he likes the, um, he calls it the airplane, but it's um, bow tie noodles. Uh-huh. And I'll try to always make extra of like my pastas, like even if it's just mac and cheese because Lincoln loves it. The other day I made sure that I left some for him and he didn't ask for leftovers. And I was pissed because I specifically made leftovers for him. Like, <laughs> And you're like... The one time I make the leftovers that you don't ask. I eat leftovers, but certain leftovers are not good when they're, yeah. Like you, when you reheat them, they're just not good. And so like, that was one of them. Like, I just was like, I'm not going to reheat this. Like I just, so I, (laughs) Lincoln is a powerhouse when it comes to food, but it has to be something he likes, but even still 20 minutes later. And I, I shit you not. If any of my friends are listening, Natalie, Amy, you guys, can vouch for me like Lincoln will literally eat a full meal and then ask when dinner is like he kills it and then he's like hungry in five minutes 
Yeah, like if we don't eat, I can't have an early dinner here. Like I can't have a dinner at four or five because that's by six o'clock. He's like, when are we eating dinner? And you're like, we just did. <laughs> calm down. Did it digest yet? Like, <laughs> and that Lux is so too, funny. Lux, Lux eats me out of house and home. Isaac is not so like he'll eat whatever, you know, he'll eat whatever, but he doesn't like eat all day and eat huge portions. Like he's just not that kid. But um, Jackson's a snacker. Like he's perfectly fine with like a Nutri-Grain bar and a yogurt and a string cheese and whatever. But you give that child a meal unless and he's it's not spaghetti. It. He's not. <laughs> he's not about it. And he told me that I need to come up with a new business plan, and my new business is going to be a spaghetti baker because I make good spaghetti. And I'm like. No, like I am so sick of freaking making spaghetti because I have to make it every single week because I know that's like one good meal. Like it's one good meal that I know that he will eat. Oh, well, I think, go ahead. Then he eats it for like three days. Yeah, no, that's pasta in this house is like three days a week because I know that even if it's different sauces, all my kids can eat the pot. They'll eat the pasta, whether it's Isaac loves Alfredo and red sauce. Lincoln likes Alfredo or no sauce. Lux will eat whatever the fuck I put in front of him. <laughs> so <laughs> I know that that's food that they'll eat. They'll all eat. And it's not like a huge change where like for lunch the other day, Lincoln wanted mac and cheese and Lux wanted turkey and cheese. And I'm and, and they both wanted apples. And I'm like, I'm not making... Six I'm not a short order anymore. cook. No, I'm so sick of it. And I want to get on a schedule where like the they can eat, they all eat the main like base of whatever it is. And then yes. maybe the sides are a little bit different. Like I, I'm not opposed to, and, and you guys can tell me that I'm fucked up for this, but I'm not opposed to like, for example, say I make um, chicken cutlets or something and Isaac will eat broccoli, but Lincoln won't. I'll put a string cheese on his plate. I'm not going to make a whole other side, but I have other things that would substitute as sides. Does that make sense? Yes. See, I'm perfectly fine with that too. Yeah. Um, Okay. So some people were like, they're like, no, that's not like a, but it's still a side. I'm not going to make a whole other thing. So sometimes Will and I will have like zucchini or squash or something like that. And Jackson doesn't like that. mm -hmm. So I'll put some broccoli like on there for it to cook because he will eat broccoli Um, so I just like pick and choose. It's like broccoli is just as healthy. So I'm not going to, you know, fight that. And it's not that much harder for me just to put some like on the pan to cook it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you that the sides to me aren't the issue. It's like the main entree. I don't want to be cooking spaghetti and then cooking like, I don't know. And salmon and then, yeah, that's too much. (laughs) Um, Lux's new thing. He loves crabs, which is like. That's so funny. He gets that from his father because I don't eat seafood and neither do my other kids. But I'm like, I'm not ever going to make crabs because none of, nobody eats it. So I'm like, you're going to have to ask your dad for that because I wouldn't even know the first thing about making seafood. Wait, where do you even, you just get it at the grocery store? Like has Chris ever no, made this for him before? Yeah, I guess they eat, they, like we're known for seafood here, like near Maryland and Delaware. So um, I guess they get it like seafood boils. They have like a ton of like restaurants where you order the crabs. Oh my God. In like bush- bushels or whatever. I can't, 
I can't eat stuff like that, but it is so funny that you say that because Jackson was on the phone with somebody the other day. I can't remember who we were talking to, but he was like, well, you know, my favorite place to vacation is St. Simon's Island. It's very beautiful and they have delicious crab cakes. And I'm like, whoever he is talking to probably thinks that this child is literally insane. Like what kind of seven-year-old child says, oh, and they have delicious crab cakes. <laughs> oh, Jackson. Only out of the mouths of babes. Babe, yeah, for sure. Have you ever wanted to eat healthy, but you probably don't have the time, budget, or know how to? Because honestly, we've all been there and it can be such a struggle. But I think you guys are going to love what I have discovered. It's an easy, delicious, perfectly nutritious meal replacement shake from Health Code. It gives you exactly what your body needs for weight management and your overall health. Personally, I've tried so many other things and I think that it is incredible that I can get all that I need and one shake. I'm saving money and I'm feeling better and I'm no longer skipping lunch. For me, lunch is such a struggle and I need something super quick, but I also want something that is effective, makes me full, and I know that it is something that is nutritious. So if you guys would like to try it for yourself, you can get our special offer now at gethealth.com. That's G-E-T-H-L-T-H dot com with the discount code COMBOS. So just a little bit about the company. Health Code wasn't created by some celebrity. It was formulated by an actual scientist who specializes in metabolism and nutrition. So for me, that's super important to know that products that I'm taking are backed by science. If you guys are wanting to lose fat but keep lean muscle mass, that's why they have included 27 grams of the best quality protein, including collagen for healthy hair, skin, and nails. And we all need a healthy gut. So Health Code Complete Meal has probiotics, digestive enzymes, prebiotic fiber, and apple cider vinegar. And it also has 25 vitamins and minerals plus healthy fats for healthy brain and metabolism. I personally love that it is so natural, no GMOs or artificial junk, zero added sugar. The taste is amazing and very satisfying, and it keeps me full for hours. Both of the flavors taste really good. I've tried the chocolate macadamia and the creamy vanilla. Um, and my personal favorite, I'm a chocolate girl, so I go chocolate all day long. But Will actually prefers the vanilla, and he typically is a more vanilla flavor person. So if you guys like more vanilla, I would suggest getting that. But if you're a chocolate person, definitely go for the chocolate. And if you guys would like to get our special offer now at gethealth.com, it's G-E-T-H-L-T-H.com. Just use the discount code COMBOS for an extra 10% off your first order. And they also have a love it or get your money back guarantee. So there's really no risk involved. This offer is only available for a limited time. So go to get health.com g-e-t-h-l-t-h.com discount code combos before before we run out of time we need to talk about some stuff okay let's talk about it so here goes the weed whacker i don't hear the freaking weed whacker well thank god can we talk about um the Kanye West tweets yes. the yeah. uh, Nicki Minaj is pregnant. How about that? Well, that um, 
Kanye West, what was that that he had over the weekend? Like a um, a mental breakdown. Well, yeah, Kale. I mean, like I mean, that that's obvious. But um, what was it like a rally campaign? or whatever campaign? I don't know. I don't even know. I heard. That I'm not aware. There wasn't like a ton of people there. Um, this was I, a rally or a campaign for what? His presidency? Because I heard yes, he dropped out for his presidency. And during this, let's just call it like a rally. During this, um, he basically has a mental breakdown. And just to preface this During the rally? Yes. Um, Oh, good God. I didn't initially see it. Will saw it. And I had to go back and watch it. Um, I am so disturbed because mental illness really is a real thing and I really am sad for him and hope for him to get help because I insensitively went on Twitter last night and said that I was going to bed but I was staying up for the tea that he was tweeting because somebody had sent me a screenshot of him saying Chris and Kim call me and then a screenshot of him t- uh, texting Chris saying, hey, it's yay. Um, give me a call or something. I so, did see the tweets, but I didn't understand. Okay, now that you're saying this, I did see. Did not, Did he go on a, a rant and he said that Harriet Tubman never freed slaves? He just. Yes. Okay. He's. Okay. I'm very confused by all of this. And I, it says Kanye West claims wife Kim Kardashian was trying to fly to Wyoming with the doctor to lock him up. Um, This is all very concerning. But I tweeted last night about how he was like spilling tea because those were the two tweets that I saw that somebody sent me. So I was like, oh, like maybe he's going to like spill something. This was prior to me even knowing about this rally or campaign, whatever he was doing in South Carolina. Will then sent me that. Um, But then after going and looking at his Twitter feed, I like deleted that tweet because I was like, oh my God, like he is literally having a manic meltdown um, on Twitter because the stuff that he was saying, I mean, like saying that NBC was basically responsible for uh, Bill Cosby's downfall or something like that. Um, He was also talking about Kim's porn or something, like Chris selling the sex. I don't know what exactly. My friend sent me the tweets, and I was like, these tweets don't even make any freaking sense. Well, it was so insane. And then, you know, he lost me at the Bill Cosby thing because I'm like, okay, come on. Like, that man is so guilty for everything that he did. So, come on. Like, why are we bringing Bill Cosby into this, first of all? Secondly, um, I think he was trying to bring NBC and, and E as a network into it as they control Kim. And so he needed his wife and his children with him in Wyoming or something like that was kind of like what I gathered from it. But I mean, I feel like she should as his wife take a doctor there and get him the help that he mentally needs. He literally outed 
her and himself that they were going to abort North at this rally or campaign that he had. What? Yes. And that Kim had the pills in her hand and he got a vision or something from God that told him like not to do it. And so he said for her not to do it, but Kim saved the ba- the reason North is here is because of Kim. Okay. So, so basically Kanye, this is a, a way, this is his cry for help. And he, you know, he needs help. He needs help. He's needed help. I think for, for a long period of time and people have said it, you know, there's been different headlines that I've seen over periods of time that, you know, he has bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. and whatnot um, and suffers from, from mental illness and hasn't been the same since his mother passed away. And I get that. um, But honestly, when you're that deep in a mental illness and you're not taking medication, I feel like he shouldn't, maybe he's just so sick. I can't, because I don't have that. I can't wrap my head around like why you would get on Twitter. You would have to have some conscious mind knowing that you're outing them by going on Twitter. Right. Because you know, it's going to reach like the masses. I'm just like reading about all of this and they're still reporting on it as of uh, 32 minutes ago. Um, Kanye also said that part (laughs) when he kicked off his presidential campaign, uh, everyone that has a baby gets a million dollars. Like, I don't know what kind of fantasy world you live in, but Money doesn't make itself, um, so that doesn't. That that's all not came work. from after the fact of him talking about how they were going to abort North. It all came from you know basically people who have children. There should be a monetary incentive, is what I took from it, and you know I don't agree with that. I think that you're making a conscious. Uh, people don't. <laughs> people don't understand that this money. Ha- like even with the stimulus checks, like where does that money come from? The more money you print, the more it devalues the currency. So, I mean, people want all of this money and whatever. I mean, that's getting off topic, but um, yeah, it says Kanye West deletes tweets claiming Kim Kardashian called the doctor to lock him up. Um, I mean, CNN, Fox News, L.com, ABC News, everyone is reporting on this. I don't know why I didn't know more. I just want everybody. I truly hope he gets help. To if you're if you believe in prayer, I just think everybody should be praying for him and his family because that is just awful. There are children involved, and for that child to she will eventually hear about this and know about what happened. And you know, I just don't think that somebody should be going out and spreading that type of information um, to everybody to hear about it in the world. I mean, that is traumatizing. I can't imagine as a wife how Kim feels, you know, and people were saying, well, she was, while he was doing all of this, she was promoting skims on her Instagram account, you know, People don't know what goes on inside of homes. People don't know what goes on inside of relationships. People 
don't know all of the inside details and you know who's to say somebody else mm-hmm. doesn't run Kim's Instagram account and who's to say that, that that she hasn't been dealing with this for a long period of time that maybe this isn't shocking you know maybe her I mindset just, yeah. is I need to get him help but that doesn't mean that her businesses are going to stop and that doesn't mean that she doesn't have children to provide for and that doesn't mean that Right. You know, I don't know. I just, I think that I made an insensitive tweet because I thought that he was just like spilling information. I didn't know because somebody sent me a screenshot. Well, right. you I know? mean, and you, I was you like, oh, wow. That's like, that's like um, with the Britney stuff. I didn't know how serious the Britney stuff was. And I, I apologize for that. I think that, um, you know, it sometimes you don't find out until after the fact. And so, I don't think you're wrong for that. Um, in other news, we need to touch base on the vibrator story because I have gotten so many messages of people saying it's now showing up on their phone because you talked about it on the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you hear this? Did, did people I'm send sorry. you messages about this too? Well, I went on the fan on the Facebook page and they <laughs> they were in the comments telling me and I feel bad. I didn't I didn't know that it did it when other people talk about it on your phone. I thought it was just when you talk about it on your, like near your own phone. But the good news is that there are comments on how you can stop that from happening. Yes. So supposedly you can go into your settings and um, do something with like the advertising or something like that. So I'm going to check that out and see if I can figure out how to do it. And then if I do figure out how to do it, then I will post so you guys can also do it. Cause I think it's one of the most annoying things. Like I hate for it to show up and it also freaks me out. It's like, I feel like I have no sense of privacy. I can't even talk near my iPhone without it picking up something. And I think people really are spying on us. Like I don't doubt that at all. (laughs) Like I'm one of those people that think that. (laughs) I'm not interesting. I don't talk about anything great other than when we podcast. So if someone's spying on me, like all you're going to do is hear me complain about the goddamn weed whackers. And I mean, (laughs) (laughs) the pressure I feel in my cat. So I don't do any, like if someone spied on me, I just don't do weird shit. You know, I don't say weird shit. I don't talk about sucking vibrators. Like I really don't. I don't do, I mean, I probably do do weird stuff that people would think was weird if they were spying on me because of my OCD, but not really weird stuff. Like, I feel like I live pretty normally and probably do what everybody else is doing, you know? Like, I'm not sitting around, Mm -hmm. like, picking my nose and taking, like, 12 shits a day and, like, doing, like, weird stuff. Like, I'm, I'm just being, like, normal human, you know? Um... Yeah. Oh, no, I you know get what it. we, you know what we didn't talk about what? is the Glee actress that drowned. Naya Rivera. Yes. We so, never talked about that. Rest in peace, Naya, because that is so sad. Um, I don't. I knew that they. I know that they found it. They found her body, but the whole. The whole situation was very weird to me because 
Lincoln is six and I would never get a, on a boat with just me and him. Like I just wouldn't because I feel like if one, I don't really know what I'm doing. And two, you know, if something were to happen, it's only me and him. Well, I kind of had that same thought of Jackson seven, but first of all, I don't know how to drive a boat. Um, secondly, I wouldn't trust myself in a big body of water just with my child because I'm a scared person anyway, you know, like I get, right. I get scared for whatever reason. Um, I guess like the anxiety, but I couldn't either, but was she used to going on the water? Was, was this something that was like a normal occurrence? Um, I don't know. And then I saw so many different like conspiracy things that were posted and then like stuff that was faulty with the video footage of her going from her car to the boat ramp and how she was wearing one thing. And then, um, in the footage, they show her wearing something else, but she, she was like, never, the footage never stopped like for her to change. So how could she have been wearing two different things? I mean, there were so many different things that I saw that were like conspiracy related um how another they Glee s- actor passed away like almost exactly a year prior to her and you know there were people conspiracy theorists were saying that there was some correlation there i'm just so confused well i i know a bunch of or a couple of glee cast members have passed away mysteriously i just i'm confused by her not wearing her life jacket and then I read one where the little boy had said that she had gotten in the water and never came back and so he was on the boat for like three or four hours by himself before someone noticed and then um, another one I read that she gave him a boost back up onto the boat and then she never came back up on the boat so um, did she drown was it a suicide like I I I just couldn't imagine like as a mother, if she was in a place of doing something like that, why the thought, I don't think it was a suicide. Like I really don't because I'm just thinking of it as from a mother's perspective to take your child out onto a body of water and know that nobody else is there to take care of him while he's on a boat. And then for her to do something like that, that would be very selfish. And then for him to have those memories. So I couldn't even imagine that being the case, you know, like if she was going to do that, why wouldn't you do it when he was with his dad or, you know, something like that. I just, right. Maybe it really was an accident. There was so many different things that I saw that said it was a common occurrence that there was these, um, like, I don't know, like about water, but how there had been like many drownings there before and that the water at that time of the day was rough or whatever. So I don't know if there was like a current or what it was that that happened. But to me, I'm just like anything water related can happen so fast. And I think that people don't really Mm -hmm. understand the severity of how dangerous water truly can be. And I have Jackson in swim, swim lessons. He's a great swimmer, but he's not um, a professional swimmer and he's not 
a soup like he's a strong swimmer for his age but if something like that mm-hmm. happened he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to get himself out so for emergency situations i'm gonna probably have him in swim lessons until he's 18 years old because i think that it's so important water deaths are i think that would be like the worst way to die to drown yeah water is really water is really scary i have um i talked about it before but i have around the pool i have a fence with the with a a lock thing that Lux can't reach and then I also have the alarms on the doors um Lux is too and he can swim without a life jacket believe it or not but only because I've exposed him to the water but I also would never I still wouldn't get in the water with just me and Lux or just me and Lincoln um I just wouldn't it's just for me always wants to go in the water like without a life jacket like in the lake and stuff and it's like no like in your yeah, pool. Yeah, it, it's not worth it. Yeah, but not in the water. Like I wouldn't know. I wouldn't let Lux swim without a life jacket in a pool or, uh, or not in a pool. I would let him do it in the pool because I'm home and I'm here. But um, in a lake or a river or an ocean, like that's a hard pass for me. I think in your situation, because it's contained like in your yard and all eyes are on him. So he needs to learn to swim without a life jacket, but in a body, a a large body of water that you can't see the bottom of and you don't know what could happen. Like literally anything could happen. So for me, I'm like, nope, you're wearing a life jacket. And I, I tell him, I'm like, it's the law. Like you will get arrested. (laughs) that's actually a good way to like make sure he keeps it on yeah i'm like you do realize and like every time the boat passes it's like the police boat or whatever i'm like that's the police and he's checking everybody to see if they have life jackets and he's like yeah but like all parents aren't wearing them all the time and i'm like yeah but all kids have to be wearing them like it is the law but yeah it is (laughs) that's perfect it's so sad that that whole situation was so sad and then all the conspiracy. So if you guys have followed that and you know, like, or have looked into it any more than what we have, then please like call and leave a message. Um, I know that I keep saying to call and leave a message. It's just because the DMS are so overwhelming. Like I, we love getting them, but sometimes everybody sends like the same stuff a lot of times. And so it's just better to just like hear y'all's voice if you have something to say. And then it's easy for me to go through the voicemails and just write down, you know, like, oh, right. okay, you know, this is this is what people want to hear. It's just easier that way than trying to like filter through hundreds and hundreds of messages. Um, but anyway, well, you know what? I was kind of hoping secretly what? that you would go into labor on the podcast and you would be like, During, oh, shit. I knew you were going to say, I, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And I thought the exact same thing. Like he moved a little bit and it put a lot of pressure down there. And I was like, oh, wow. Like imagine I'm like, hey, Lindsay, I got to go. Like I'm in labor. Like, could you imagine? I can't, but also I can. Like I was seriously thinking, okay, Kale's going to get comfortable in her bed with the mic and her water's going to break. Like I really thought that was going to happen. Oh my God, that would be, 
Honest, that would be iconic. Yeah, epic. That's the word I was looking for. That would be really, really amazing. Um, so maybe we just podcast every day for the rest of the week and hope that something like that happens. <laughs> just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Kale, I'm going to be praying for you and um, your olive oil and your honey. And I don't know what the hell you're going to do with those yeah. items, but um, I'm already traumatized so bad that I'm just like, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to know any more information, um, but I'm going to be <laughs> praying for Friday and Saturday or Saturday delivery. And I know that we won't hear okay. from you next week, um, but you'll be back in like two or three weeks. So yes, I will be back and us all updated. I definitely will have a baby by next week. There's no doubt about that. So thank you, Lindsay. And I hope that you have an amazing time podcasting without me. I will still be listening. So don't talk shit. Well, I wouldn't talk shit. Well, I might say like a couple of things, but. Okay, fine. That's fine. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that's all we have time for today. If you have not followed us on at Coffee Combos Podcast on Instagram, follow us over there for all updates and new episode releases. And if you have not subscribed to us, you can do that by searching the Purple Podcast app on your phone. Type in Coffee Combos, click subscribe, click the fifth star and leave us a written review. Hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. See ya.